0: This week's episode brought to you by Burl Bags Unlimited. Here at Burl Bags Unlimited Burlap Bag Production Co., we understand that our bags are going to be used for a wide variety of applications, such as potato and food storage, mushroom collection receptacles, dry goods hampers, hiding disfigured faces of psychopathic murderers, keeping the frost off your late fall crops, dismembered body parts bins, and so much more. Burl bags have been designed with you in mind. Contact us at 1-800-BURL-BAG for a free catalog. Hi, David Day here. Want to hear a story about my nose and ear hair? Help to support the show by supporting those who advertise with us. Manscaped.com has given our listeners code HMT to use at checkout. That will get you 20% off and free shipping on all products at manscaped.com. Make sure to listen to the mid-roll following our scores for the movie to hear all about my ear and nose hair.
1: Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk,
0: an opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go 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 go. I just had to
2: stroll
3: through the woods. He had no face. Horror.
0: Sabrina, don't just stare at. New theatrical releases always get priority. But we
1: also review older horror movies, both good and
3: horrible.
0: Uh, uh, uh. Wow, that didn't sound good. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. This is your host, uh, Professor David Day, or something like that. And across from me sits. Dr. Bryce Hansen. Yeah, he holds a PhD in spookology. Mm. You guys, as we record this, it's Christmas today. It doesn't make a difference to you because t- to you, it's almost Friday the 13th. That's uh, November. Uh, so. You know, you said it's Christmas. You meant Halloween. Did I say Christmas? Yes. Oh my god! I, see, well, we went on a walk last night, and there was a bunch of houses with fucking Christmas trees in the window, and I was like, there was like three. Like,
1: there's a there's a meme where they look at Google Trends and they look up yeah, the, the search the, Mariah, the Mariah Carey. Carey
0: song and that little that little <clears throat> movement like, towards dee- playing the Mariah Carey Christmas song. Well, it is the best Christmas song, maybe. In existence. Sure. I mean, it's the best modern Christmas
1: song. Definitely.
0: Anyway, it's almost Friday the 13th. It will be in two days. And uh, you guys, we got a great show for you today. Um, uh, But first, you should check out our website over at HorrorMovieTalk.com. From there, you'll find links to all of our social media. We have a Facebook group. Uh, called the Horror Movie Talk Facebook group or something like that. It's popping. There's over 500 members now. It's just growing and growing and growing. And uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. And there's a lot of nice, kind people on there with like cool... With that, do a little crafty shit that I would never dream of doing for myself and mm-hmm. um, you know and then hey take pictures of stuff anyway you guys should check it out check out all our social media follow us on our, we have a subreddit we post new episodes every single Wednesday so make sure to subscribe and leave us a rating on Apple Podcast if you like or hate any of the things we say you can leave us an angry or happy voicemail at 6822534468 we have a fabulous episode for you today, my babies. We got Friday the 13th. <laughs> you just tapped into uh, to uh, uh, Jackal. 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 My babies. Jackal. Jackal. Um, today, we will be talking about Friday the 13th, part two. Uh, we'll... Start out by giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being a miserable dredge, where it makes you angry. 5 being an average enough film that hits all the expected marks. And 10 being so good that it transcends genre boundaries. After that, after we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. Later in this episode, we will be doing HMT which is a little bit where we um you know just we, listen to our voicemails yeah we listen to our voicemails so uh we've been letting those build up like, thick, ropey loads come <laughs> in our in our ball sacks, um, which speaking are... Of speaking sacks. of ball sacks... Speaking of ball sacks, <laughs> tell me about
1: your balls, Use eight code HMT at checkout at Manscaped.com <laughs> for 20% off
0: and free shipping. That's right. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. Friday the 13th, Part 2 is available pretty much wherever you rent, rent movies. Uh, I watched it on Amzam. Where'd you watch it? I watched it on the internet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um for, uh, it is the continuation and borderline recreation of the first part in the franchise. The old proverb, <laughs> the old proverb if it ain't broke don't fix it rings so true in this sequel that I'm not even mad that I watched the same movie all over again. There were new counselors at Camp Blood or er, I mean Camp Crystal Lake and damn it they had to pay they never seem to learn, and that's what I love about kids these days.
1: Oh, wait a minute! They weren't actually at Camp Crystal Lake; they were at an adjacent camp.
0: Right? Yeah, and no. The camp Blood was the legendary. That was the original camp. Right, this right. is Camp Crystal Lake, or something like that. It, who? Who? You know, this isn't. This is not a movie you to be knit. We can't be bothered to pay attention. Well, to Well, it. it's not even that. It's just. It's just this movie is not does not need to be nitpicked it's it's a simple movie for a man of simple taste Here's, (laughs) here's the trailer
3: 13th 12 of her friends were murdered
4: why should friday the 13th 1981 be any different
3: friday
5: the 13th part two the body count continues 14
4: Team.
1: What was our ad on the original Friday the 13th? I can't remember what we did.
0: And incorporated the. Oh, yeah. It was like Tic Tacs or something like that. Oh, yeah. Tic Tacs. That's right. Yeah, it was yours. That was a good one. Um so Friday the 13th part 2 picks up yeah you should, if you guys haven't uh heard our review for the first Friday the 13th we reviewed that back in like May or June of this year so uh so you should check that out because yeah. um <laughs> it's basic well you'll see Friday the 13th part 2 picks up the reins from the first movie and just does it all over again it just
1: goes around the horse track
0: again just the whole thing again holy moly come to think of it as this episode oh i already i already said that holy moly as come to think of it as this episode of horror movie release Friday the 13th. is just two days away. Part two, two days. Coincidence? I don't know. That's, that's a stupid thing for you to listen to me say. So with Friday the 13th, part two, there is a new camp in town around Camp Crystal Lake or around Crystal Lake. And wow, it looks pretty much just like the camp from the first movie. The driveway, the doom prophet, the buildings in the camp, the boobs, it's all the same. Uh, no, the boobs are much better in this one. Uh, Wow. You, you know, that's a pretty misogynist thing to say. Two things have... Ch- and, you know, that's reflected in our reviews. Two, <laughs> two things have changed. There is a new group of campers, or counselors, I should say, and a new killer. Our last killer, Mrs. Voorhees, was killed by beheading uh, while seeking vengeance for her son, Jason, who she thought died due to in her eyes, negligent camp counselors. This time around, we get to learn a bit more about Jason and what makes him tick. My review for Friday, the 13th part two is this doesn't do much to add anything new to the story, but it does give us Jason. And to be honest, that's enough for me. That's all I expected. (laughs) Uh, I can't quite pin down the difference in my opinion between Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees, but they are the two least complicated and most iconic slasher baddies. Yeah,
1: it's it's still amazing to me how long it takes for Jason to be Jason. Uh huh. Yeah. In the in the series. In the series, like yes. even in the third movie, it's still not quite still not quite there. Not I mean, quite that, right. it takes three movies to get to the hockey mask.
0: Yeah, I mean, which is insane, right? But and and then uh, I think what Kane Hodder comes in around four or five or six, something yeah, like I that. Think it it's might be six. Yeah, it's not four. I think it's six. You're right. And yeah. then he really solidifies the the, the Jason heavy, heavy breathing. Cha- yeah, the Jason character. Uh And but anyway, I can't quite pin down the difference in my opinion between Mike M- Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees. Um, they are the two least complicated and most iconic slasher baddies. I can say, though, Bryce, that I tend to prefer Jason. And I'm not sure why. Maybe maybe it's the super distilled execution of the script. You know, like, horny youth must die. Or maybe it's the unapologetic grab at quick cash. Like, horny youth, pay to see horny youth while horny. <laughs> um Maybe it's the, well, you know. I, I probably shouldn't, yeah, shouldn't go I mean, any further into that.
1: There's, al- there's almost no distinction, especially especially f- early on. Oh, yeah, no. Like, this this movie and Halloween or Halloween 2 are pretty
0: much exactly the same. Halloween 2. <laughs> Halloween, much slower than either of these. Um, yeah. Halloween's but I mean, kind they, of like a proto-slasher.
1: They use the same gags. Oh, like, yeah. The yeah. same but, Well, Well, like, fairly kills. similar. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's it's uh interesting. Yeah. I think the one difference in Halloween, or sorry, in Friday the 13th, the original one, is you never see the killer until right. the very end. Yeah, you like, just see so,
0: hands and feet.
1: Yeah, in Halloween, you get to see Michael Myers, like,
0: all the time. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's because it's... Well, it's not really a twist if you just take the first one as the first one, <laughs> a, a, having no no knowledge of a franchise that goes on for, you know, 20 movies um, following the first well, one. Well, it is a twist because you don't imagine that it's going to be some old lady. Right. There's a lot of gender bending in the early slashers. Sorry, spoilers. Oh, yeah. For, sorry. Well, I already <laughs> for said. a 40-year-old movie. I already said. Uh, I already gave away that Miss Voorhees di- died in the first one. Anyway, so I tend to prefer Jason. Do you have a preference? I couldn't... Between get, Mike My- Michael Myers and Jason? I could not give half a rat's ass. Oh, wow. This doesn't bode well, people. Uh, this is a paint-by-number slasher, but it was released only a year after arguably the first honest-to-goodness modern slasher, and that was the original Friday the 13th. Um, so, whatever. I kind of count Halloween as as kind of a proto-slasher. It was like, that was the... Like, one of the f- very first ones, and, and the tropes and stuff hadn't been quite as refined at that point. Oh, whereas, I don't know. I think it's- whereas Friday the 13th really condensed and distilled it all into just this neat little package of kill, 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 done. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: uh, yeah, I'd still say Halloween's the first modern slasher to See, where it's like it's got all the parts I think
0: I disagree i think the
1: it's distilled enough Friday the 13th has everything like compressed in the way that you expect it to now so like
0: yeah and that's what I'm saying that's the modern version
1: right I mean there's still like exploitative sex stuff in Halloween but
0: that's like all that <laughs> Friday the 13th is um yeah, is there exploitative sex? There's a little bit. It's not nearly to the extent if 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 it's there in the original Halloween. I, I'm just having no. Trouble there's some recalling. there's some tits
1: in Halloween. Okay, like when yeah. she when the girl gets
0: strangled. Oh, with the phone cord and stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh Well, look at us arguing over strangulations and tits. Um It's fun. Uh
1: <laughs> What have we become?
0: Anyway, whatever. It's still the basis for most slashers to this day, and it's maybe the most engaging of the bunch that I've seen with the exception of meta slashers like Scream. So my score for this movie, I enjoyed it a decent amount. I enjoyed the first one to a tune of us. I gave the first one a score of seven, and I'd say this one comes in a little bit below that just cuz it doesn't bring anything much new to the table so i give this one a 6 what do you what do you think
1: um i think this one's actually better than the original okay by a little bit i can't remember what score i gave the original but i would give this one um yeah a 7 yeah i'd give it a 7 yeah that's fair just cuz like there's <laughs> it starts um adding some of the surreal or like the uh, the ridiculous kills into it. it has my absolute favorite kill
0: of any slasher you cannot beat the, the kill you're referring to is almost unbeatable. I, yeah. I, I, I don't I don't know that I've ever seen a more a more impressively uh, shot kill or a more goofy. Yeah, like it's simultaneously very impressive and very goofy because it's
1: I mean, this is only Friday the 13th part two. So it's like there's not that many slat. Well, I guess there's probably a billion slashers by this point. But like it seems pretty early to be playing with the tropes. Right. Of <laughs> like the, the killer. stuff. We'll, we'll talk about my my favorite scene. The spoilers.
0: Yeah. um,
1: totally. I mean, is there any spoilers for this movie? Everyone no. dies. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every everyone dies except one person.
0: Right. And and uh, and, you know, I mean yeah no th- th- this is my point there are no spoilers for this for this movie because you already saw it if you saw the first one yeah. it's, I- I'm not joking I'm it's down to the sets the sets are the exact same uh, so <laughs> you've seen it anyway
1: well the main house is a little different
0: a little different mm-hmm. yes yes you're right it but it, adds I, but it shows new. up in the first one I think uh, <laughs> I think it's I think it makes an a appa- guest appearance <laughs> So anyway, you guys, I mentioned at the start of the show that I'd really appreciate if you guys supported the advertisers who support us. Um, you know, without them, we are a mere husk. So, like I said, um, and we we want Shutter to become you know a full fledged um, advertising partner. So if you guys could uh, pony up, that would be that'd be great. Uh, as the world's premier streaming service for horror, thriller, and supernatural content, Shutter is spooky. Spooky 247365 and just because Halloween has come and passed doesn't mean that the scares don't continue. That's right. You guys should sign up for Shudder and get access to the largest collection of acclaimed horror movies and series streamed right to your favorite devices. Some of the titles that show up this November are Creepshow, the animated special, which is a Shudder original series. I've uh, I've started that one. I like it quite a bit. Also, Leap of Faith. Um, William Friedkin of The Exorcist is in that one. Um, Blood Vessel. And also a scare me starring Josh Rubin, Ayakash and Chris Red. Um, let's see here. So we use Shutter pretty much constantly. I mean, we have for over a year now, mm-hmm. um, and it's just great if you love horror. Uh, I really enjoyed the original series Blood Machines. It has like this really Mandy vibe, only with a lot more boobs. Um, so, uh, did, what have you watched on Shutter recently? I think.
1: Um, what have I watched recently? I can't remember what I've, it, it's all a blur, but I know that some of my favorite stuff on there is the documentary. So like the, the, um, horror noir Oh yeah, is a fantastic doc made me really, uh, appreciate the history of, you know, black horror.
0: And they have the, uh, they have the eighties horror doc on there, which, which we actually yeah. interviewed, uh, in search of
1: darkness. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The producer. What's it called? in search of darkness in search of darkness that's right i think that's right is that right yes i yes it is and they're making a second one of that yeah um so anyway get started streaming the best horror thriller and supernatural co- content shutter's expertly curated collection includes titles uh, like Tigers Are Not Afraid, One Cut of the Dead, Revenge, and of course the Creep Show TV series, which I enjoy. So, uh, to try Shudder free for 30 days, go to shutter.com, that's shudder.com. That's S H U D D E R.com and use promo code HMT at checkout. And that gets you three, 30 free days instead of that stupid fucking seven day free trial that we hate so much. Um, also, you can, you can help out the show and help out your nuts slash ear and nose, slash just body in general, if you head on over to manscaped.com and enter HMT at checkout, which gets you 20% off all products and free shipping on those products. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I, uh, okay, so a weird thing happened to me in my probably 31st year of life. Uh I'm now, I'm now 36, but I started growing hair where there wasn't hair before, Bryce. Uh Yeah. I started growing a lot of really stiff, thick, ropey hairs <laughs> uh-huh. out of my ears and nose. Uh-huh. Big, fat, fucking like yeah, like tree stumps of hair. Yeah, the nose
1: hair—it's a—it's impressive when you realize like how
0: it's like how tickling much... your
1: brain because <laughs> they're so long. It's incredible. They go all the way back up there,
0: and they come out. They yeah. come out and then fucking ladies look at me and they're like, ew, uh. <laughs> dude. Th- yeah. It's, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. There's th- the ladies look at me and they're just, ew, no, David. Yeah. They don't, they don't like that.
4: Ew, David, <laughs> David, David, ew, David, David.
0: Yeah. They don't like it. Um, <laughs> but I got the, uh, I got the manscaped ear and nose hair trimmer and it's, it's done. It's, it's no more. Like it used to be, I had to like guess at where, mm-hmm. you know, I had uh-huh. to like gauge in the mirror, look, uh-huh. look in the mirror, like have bad depth perception because I'm so close to the mirror and I'm gate. You know how it is. Uh-huh. You're basically eyeing one eye. And anyway, now I just take that nose hair trimmer and just jam it in my ear mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> and then it's done. You get all that, you get all those stumps out of there. And you know what? Um, you know the place on your body where the where staff just sits is your nose. Huh. Uh, it Nobody just knows. sits in there, and so if you pull those out, if you yank them out, you're creating a wound in your nose, and a lot of people will get staph infections in wow. their nose because of it. Wow, that's exactly what I do. So I need to get a. That's what nose I do too. Primer. Well, not anymore. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, it doesn't yank or pull or anything like that. So it's it's pretty good. But really, their premier
1: products are their. Trim are their ball trimmers?
0: Oh yeah, which but are, but also the uh, the toner and the cleansers. Yeah, yeah. You, just you, everything
1: everything that you could possibly do to pamper and and uh, please your balls poof,
0: are at manscaped.com. Poof, poof them little them little nut puppies up. So you guys uh, don't have don't have some girl just being like,
4: ew, no, David. Or oh my god, ew, David.
0: Yeah, you don't want that. You want him, You want them to be happy. You want them to be saying. Oh, yay, David! Yay! So, head on over to Manscaped.com and enter HMT at checkout. That gets you free shipping and 20% off your order. If you want to support the show directly, you can do so by becoming a patron. Lots of people have have decided to become patrons this week, Um, many of whom we have to thank on this show very shortly. Maybe if Bryce could turn around Uh and and find those new patrons. Yeah, we got... um... And then, oh, do you want
1: me to oh, yeah. tell them now? Yeah, okay. yeah. So there's Andrew the Roberts and
0: Martin S. Thank you both very much for
1: becoming patrons. And yeah, we had we had a really nice uh, comment on our uh, a- a horror couple. movie talk Facebook group from Kitty, just saying that it's totally worth it being a Patreon member. And she said that she she joined at the highest tier and that it's a uh, it's got a great community. I can't remember all the things she said, but it was it was a glowing review of our Patreon um, offering. So go to our Facebook group and, and try to find that post. And uh, yeah, I think well, all our patrons don't regret um, getting it
0: if they like us. Well, look, here's the thing. Uh, we actually we are consistently doing shit on our Patreon, yeah. which is. Ninety ninety percent of all the patreon pages i go to are just dead they just have people giving them money right for nothing seemingly nothing for an initial shout out and then it's like sorry we haven't had to do our page it's like a forgotten youtube channel yeah that makes money but but we we could put out content on that every week um we got the after show Uh, The after pod that, you know, we just leave Mm -hmm. the mics running and uh, and then you can, you know, if there's access to early access to episodes and then, you know, if you if you uh, pony up for the highest level of patronage, you get to vote on uh, one movie a month for us to review. So you get to kind of guide our boat.
1: Yep. So anyway. And, uh, And just a warning, like sounds like the November vote is almost locked in. Mm. And Magnus is going to be very pleased.
0: Yeah, very, very happy probably. So stay tuned. I imagine. So uh, another way you can support us and, uh, and rep our, rep our HMT stuff is if you head on over to horror movie talk.com slash shop, or just, you know, browse to the, the shop link at the top of the page there horror movie talk.com and you can buy a shirt or a sticker or, and, 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 you know, if you buy some of the stickers that, um, Dustin Goble has made, some of that goes to supporting him and his family and, uh, you know, his kids need wine. So make sure to, uh, <laughs> make sure to, to buy some stuff on the HMT shop and uh you can also support the podcast by buying or renting any movie or product on amazon if you click through the green button in the head of our website this is buy stuff on amazon 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 and uh yeah also you guys should check out our resident artist dustin Goebel. he's a professional artist who fucks so hard baby he also takes commissions for artwork from hmt fans contact him at D 0 zero zero. That's at D G O E B E L zero zero on Instagram and make your artistic dreams come true and make sure to tell him that H M T sent you. Finally, if you'd like to complain about the length of our mid roll, you can do so by calling six, eight, two, two, five, three, four, four, six, eight. That gets you through to our voicemail line. Leave us a message and let us know what you think. Thanks again for listening and let's get into sports. Spoilers.
5: Spoilers.
0: Wow, that was a good one.
4: Even the pedals make it move more.
0: These are my. I I went through Schitt's Creek. We've been watching Schitt's Creek on re, on repeat. Uh, yeah, I just finished the. I just randomly turned on
1: The Office somewhere in the like the sixth or seventh season, and I just did a full run through from that point on.
0: Yeah, we went through The Office four or five times, and yeah. then, then we moved on to Schitt's Creek because uh, we had watched it once through, and now we're on like our third go through. But Ouch,
4: Davis! Ouch, Davis!
0: I gotta say, like, people
1: hate on the last couple seasons of I do not the like Office.
0: it. I do not like the last couple seasons of The Office.
1: I like the last season. I, I do. I think they did, like, some really ew. interesting stuff with Jim and Pam. Ew.
4: ew, David. Ew, no David. Oh my god, ew, David.
1: Um, But eighth season is a little little iffy. Yeah. Yeah, like that's it. probably the, the worst. I can't remember when James Spader comes on, but James Spader's great. But a lot of like anything that doesn't in, in is it James Spader? It's no, not you're James thinking Spader. of Will, it? Will Ferrell. No, I'm talking about um, Robert California. What's his name? I don't know. Is it James Spader?
4: David, that's poor right Anyways, now.
0: We're talking about Friday the 13th Part 2. <laughs> yeah, so at the start of Friday the 13th Part 2, we just basically get a full recount of the first movie in the dream of the girl who lived through uh-huh. the
1: first movie. The final girl is the first girl.
0: Right. Movie. Right. So in this, she has this dream. It's just, it's just a full scene by scene of yeah. the first movie. Um, and then she wakes up and gets stabbed through the, through the temple um, after finding a head in her refrigerator. Uh-huh. And it's like step through the temple with like a screwdriver, isn't it? Yeah. Something it's yeah. on like, This the movie kicks off and just gets rolling. It's like,
1: yeah, at once it's completely unnecessary to do that, to recap the first one. And at the same time, it's also kind of necessary because they completely switch it up. And it even makes no sense because we see the flashback of her getting grabbed from the canoe by a little boy zombie. Yeah. From the lake. Uh-huh. And now she's being attacked by a full-grown man, Jason. Yeah, he looked, uh, he looked... You smell that? Retard, stank. <laughs> he looked a little funky. Yeah, it's, uh... Jason is not super consistent throughout the uh, Friday the 13th series until much later. Right. Like, I don't think, any time they show his face, is completely different every time.
0: Oh yeah, well that that goes wh- that never stops. It's uh, the only thing that's consistent I think is f- in the third movie he gets like a hatchet through the mask and it uh-huh. makes the notch. Yeah. Um so like you'll see the part 3 masks and they don't have the notch. Uh-huh. And then you see every mask following that. That's the only consistent through line for Jason uh, that's truly consistent. Like his makeup changes every single time. Uh, I mean, Kane Hodder adds, you know, some consistency in acting, uh-huh. uh, but yeah, it's yeah, in terms of visuals, it's. So yeah, it connects the
1: first movie to this one by the, by the first kill, mm-hmm. but also completely ignores who Jason was in the first
0: movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and it's, and he's doing a weird thing, which he's like for this first kill, he's like left the woods, uh-huh. you know, he's like ventured into a town and yeah, he's gone into suburbia. Yeah. And, and, um, and, and the thing that I kind of like about this first scene is it, it establishes the f- fake outs, uh-huh. a lot of fake outs. There's a shower fake out, very psycho esque, like, mm-hmm. Oh, this is going to be a psycho. Nope. And then, you know, and then there's like the front door fake out. There's a Uh lot of fake outs. And then finally the cat
1: jumping out the window.
0: (laughs) And uh, (laughs) yeah, I like the fake outs a lot.
1: Yeah. You know, now that I think about it, how did Jason find her? Like, just think about the logistics of that. It's either it's either he's he has like an internal um, like compass that leads him to the people that he meant to kill, but couldn't, which is supernatural and makes sense in a horror movie. Or just imagine like Jason walking up to, you know, like a phone book <laughs> or just asking someone on the street and like calling four one one with his with the bag on his head and like,
0: uh, have you heard that anyone <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know her name. Do you know? But <laughs> she looks like this <laughs>
0: Yeah, she looks holds, like the He holds
1: um, up a, a a drawing it's
0: just of a stick figure. Yeah, I'm looking for a <laughs> missing girl. I didn't go missing,
4: David. The FBI knew where I was the entire time.
0: Sorry. Um so anyway, yeah, this 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 it re- really sets up the whole rest of the movie in a nice way. Uh then some kids are headed into town into into uh you know, near Crystal Lake there that little quaint little town and and what do they do? They meet the doom guy. Mm-hmm. You're doomed. And uh, and it's the same guy. The yeah. same, and he's like, "I told you, kids, you're doomed." And I'm like, it's the first time we came here. What are you talking about, old man? that that is probably the best part
1: of that is the reaction. Like the guys, <laughs> yeah. the guy. I think he's on the phone when it happens too, yeah, isn't he? Like,
0: he's like, just I got a quarter in, buddy. What the. Just kind of squints at him. Yeah, squints at him and is like, oh, you're nuts. Okay, yeah. Um, so so they get their truck stolen, but it's just their friend getting their getting his buddy to josh him. And, oh, man, we're headed up to, we're going to head to the camp. We're going to have a great time.
1: So, yeah, they go to the camp and it's, it's pretty much exactly the same setup. There's a group of teenagers that are camp counselors that are getting the camp ready, I assume. Mm-hmm. And then there's the adult, like, I don't think he's, it says Adult-ish. he's, yeah, it doesn't say that he's the owner, but he's the older guy Yeah, that also wants to fuck one of the camp counselors.
0: Right. Yeah.
4: You're like a big, dirty raccoon, David. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he, and he's given this talk, you know, he's talking to the council, you know, he's, he's boning them up on, on mm-hmm. what they need to know to be camp counselors and then the worst thing you have to fear in the camp is bears bears so, so ladies keep keep your menstrual cycles in check mhm K- keep keep clean down there cuz a the bear can smell that shit for miles yeah is this where that trope started Maybe I, I've never heard this in movies. I'm pretty before sure this. that
1: trope started in prehistoric times when bears started. In movies, I mean, in movies. Oh, okay.
0: Obviously, you have to keep yourself clean in the woods because it, the bear can smell that for miles, and everybody knows that. I had a, a conversation. I can't remember with who, but
1: what would it be like if men had menstrual cycles? Oh, if we had glorious, like, what would what would be the difference? Like, in terms of like. Acceptance and products.
0: I mean, I tell you what, there'd be a lot more buying of, of I, like, the clothing obsession would be mostly on men because we're not responsible enough to ever pre-plan for that stuff. It just be, right, right. Just be dudes walking all over the place with bloody pants. Oh, right.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. It's like that's no, a real possibility. Of, no shame.
0: Of like, it's like what I'm, I'm bleeding. Fuck
1: you! Oh
5: my god, ew, David.
0: Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah. Men would be so gross as women. Yeah, the. Wor- I mean, not just, to say, not to say, if you're um, if you're a man who's trying to be a woman, you're not gross. I'm just saying, I would be bad yeah. at being. I mean, if you, oh,
1: oh my god, would would having a menstrual cycle and bleeding on your pants because you're not going to remember it'll be just a permanent feature on jeans it's like the red stripe because all men aren't going to get like the the products and all men aren't going to ever wash their jeans you know what it would be so it's just going
0: to be normal it'd be men shaming men who have light cycles (laughs) you're like you're not bleeding very much there bro Look at that little spot, you little, <laughs> <laughs> little pansy! What's uh, that all about? Look at my, I got, I got gallons, bro. Watch gallons! The, watch this,
1: and he just goes, <laughs> <laughs> just squeezes it out.
4: Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh. ew, <laughs> ew! All
1: right, that's the answer I was looking for.
0: Yeah, that's it, that's be, exactly what it would be. Yeah, you're, be you're completely right. Based on the amount of blood you could produce, yeah, yeah, you'd be like, oh, what's that? Is that is that what you call your period? Oh, is that all? You're like, fuck you, dude. I'm just I'm at the
1: end of my cycle.
0: Yeah, it's just a light day. It's I swear to God, guys, guys, it's just a light day. Me on a light day is a bucket. <laughs> and then you know it would also be a lot of uh, a lot of socks jammed up. There. Yeah, oh yeah. It'd just be a lot of socks. Yeah, I use socks for everything. Yeah. Like, old, gross socks get turned into, like, oil rags and shit, you know? It, but it, and now, it would just be... They'd just be, just like... shoved up in there. Reusable tampa- tampans. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we
4: saw we it. Ew! Yeah,
0: um... <laughs> so... So as he's giving the, the bone you up uh, on, on h- how to be a camp counselor topic, his, his girlfriend, his love interest uh, slash teenage girl <laughs> and drives up in a Volkswagen and uh, and she's late and that turns into a thing and you know, then they establish their little lovey-dovey way. But, but the most important part of this is that the Volkswagen is unreliable. Mm-hmm. You know, she tries to start it, can't start it. So now we go, oh, I wonder if somebody's <laughs> going to get in this car later in the movie and it won't start. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, so that's the important See, part. See,
1: that's the thing. My problem with these slashers is that, <laughs> like, I can't, I just can't care about any of the characters because they're so, I, I, I've watched this movie twice now. Yeah. And I can only tell you, I can only identify, like, Five or six characters in the whole movie. Like by name?
0: I can't believe you can do that. Well, I
1: can't do it by name. I I'm I'm talking about general like looks. There's the older guy. Yeah. And the counselor that he's fucking. Uh huh. Which the, she's she's a, just a beautiful woman. There's She's so blonde, it's astonishing. Yeah. There's the there's the couple with like the like show stopping, gorgeous woman.
0: Oh yeah, with, the hard body. Yeah, yeah. the hard
1: body. <laughs> and then the, the guy that's like so creepy, constantly wanting to fuck her, the ultimate ultra creepy dude. And then there's the goofy lanky guy.
0: Yeah, the goofy lanky guy. But you're you're missing the uh, the in love couple, the busty young gal and uh, and her um, long haired um, love interest. Yes. Yeah, I mean, well, the, so they're in it from the start. They're the people who are in the uh, telephone booth.
1: Yeah. OK, well, it's wow. just it's just like it <laughs> does nothing for me. They're they're just so like there's nothing there for me to latch on to.
0: Yeah, I get it. I, I totally get it. Um, and then, you know, they kind of introduced the Jason myth
1: because uh, they're completely redundant. Like that couple, the in love couple is redundant because of the the hard body and creep. Couple.
0: But not only that, the Kevin Bacon and uh, from the first movie and his girlfriend, right? right? It's you all, know, so it's it's all been done before, yeah. and it's and it's completely. Yeah, I mean, it's all it all runs together. Yeah, so then they kind of they kind of get into um, the Jason myth of he never actually died; he's out living in the woods out there. Um, yeah, because in the first, did they was there an actual like
1: campfire story? Was it the story? Of the camp that this killer was out there? Because I don't think so, right? I don't know.
0: What you... Cause how this how like, could you possibly remember that minutia?
1: This is kind of a, a new trope, is that you tell the spooky story around the campfire about the killer, and then you say, ah, it's all fake.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, that's... Um... I can't. I can't be bothered to remember any of that. the The bustiest of all the girls in this is mm-hmm. featured prominently, constantly because of her bust. Mm. And um, apparently, and I can't. I, I. don't think I. I don't think I wrote her name down. Marta, um, Mar The uh, I believe the actress who played her is called Marta, and um, they shot a. So Marta. Cober yeah Cober played Sandra Sandra and um, and so they shot a pretty gratuitous sex scene with her because boobs uh-huh. and um, and then following that once it hit the editing room floor, they found out that she was only 16 <laughs> Holy shit <laughs> and during the shooting of this movie and they were like oh we better cut that out So if you liked the look of Marta you're a fucking pedophile that's how that works um i think is is you're a pedophile now so gross um
4: ew 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 david ew no david oh my god ew david
0: ew david um so at this point um the her marta and her boyfriend are caught by the cops lurking around the the old camp blood right they're, they're lurking around the old camp blood. The cop comes by. He's like, hey, this berry's off limits, you two. He brings them into the to the counselor leader guy. And he's like, what are you going to do with these two? And, and he's like, ah, I'm going to I'm going to not going to give him uh, dessert. And, you know, he's kind of spitting in the face of the cop. So as the cop leaves, um, what what happens as the cop leaves? He's driving away from the camp. And then there's kind of like a Bigfoot sighting. Uh huh. It's like Jason running, running uh-huh. across the road real quick, just like Bigfoot would. Yeah. Um, who's that there? And, and who's that out there? And he gives chase. He gives chase for no apparent reason, right. other than a man ran across the road. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And long, flabby arm. Of the Can lock. you imagine?
1: <laughs> you're like a small town cop. Like, do you think they give two fucks about what happens at those camps? No.
0: Like, oh, my who, God.
1: No. Who cares? Like, yeah,
0: <laughs> you're not supposed to be at this closed camp, this other camp that's 30 meters away. No. <laughs> it's like, OK, OK. I know they use the same driveway, but no. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he gives chase and he gets all the way out into the middle of the woods where Jason has like a ramshackle shack, like a an old cabin. And inside that cabin, he sees something. You can tell. He sees it like like John Travolta sees what's in the briefcase in, uh, in Pulp Fiction. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? He opens that door and there's like light. And he's like, huh! and we don't get to see what it is because he gets claw hammered in the back of the head. You know, something I, one of the things that I got to say about part two, Jason does not have an allegiance to a weapon. No. It's, he is not
1: tied to the butcher knife. He's he, not tied to anything. He's a
0: he's got a new weapon in every scene. It's almost a continuity error. Right. It's like hammer, knife, spear, trident. Uh, like <laughs> he's got it all. Like he's got every single weapon available. Um. So anyway, so he gets this guy with a claw hammer, uh, and um, and then we kind of get to see the kids. There's something about a claw hammer to the head
1: death. Like it's just you know, just thump. Oh yeah. And then it's just done. Oof. That's those ones are rough. Because it's it's
0: dull, Oof. but it's also sharp. Uh you know Jeffrey Dahmer would uh <laughs> get ready. Buckle up. So Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, you know, first he just would kill people and then, you know, he was like, I kinda wanna to I kinda wanna fuck these people that I kill. Mm-hmm. But but
1: they have, but specifically
0: wanted to fuck a zombie. I don't really want to fuck dead people necessarily. I'd really rather them be alive, uh-huh. but they're really problematic when they're alive. So maybe I could just like lobotomize them. So he would drill into the front of their head, uh-huh. scoop around, or sometimes he would do chemical lobotomies. He'd pour a little bit of something in there. Yeah. Put some, some acid in there. Some dangerous acidic chemical. Uh-huh. And then he'd keep them alive in his apartment. Um, Yeah, you know, and have sex with them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The, there's a story where one of those guys escaped, was running oh, naked yes! in the street. Yes. Was found by a police officer. Yep. And then Jeffrey Dahmer came because the guy is like, was lobotomized. Yeah. You know, he's like not able to, Jeffrey runs up and he's like, I'm sorry, this is my like. This is just a level, lover's core. I'm sorry to bother you, officer. And he's like,
0: oh, oof. whoa, hey, uh, this is, a you know, not well, 70s. Known. I don't know if this is well known, but Jeffrey Dahmer was gay yeah. um, or, well, something well beyond gay, but he preferred men. Um, yeah. And uh, oh, man, if you if you want an interesting read about Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, my friend Dahmer is a. Uh, yeah, is a, a comic. And uh, also a movie now. Yeah, it's also a couple movies, but but you should read. I mean, the the best way to take that media in is definitely to read the comic. Yeah. You could get that on Amazon. But you should click through our link at the top of our site. Anyways, we're anyway, talking about Friday the 13th party. So... <laughs> So then we get into, um, we, then there's the split, the split happens. So the counselors are like, half of them are like, Hey, let's go into town and party. And the other half of them are like, I'd rather stay in slash fuck here. (laughs) And, (laughs) and so they, they split up the group splits is, is in two. the, uh, no, no pun intended. Half of them head into town to a bar, little casino slash bar. And the other half. Stick around, mm-hmm. and it is at this point that I noted the reverence for the American flag. That's right. This is the first thing you'd expect me to bring up when talking about Friday the Thirteenth Part uh-huh. Two. Uh-huh. But these kids, these young horny kids, walk out onto the porch of their establishment, and they take the flag and they respectfully, you know, they don't, fold they, don't it, yeah. they don't fold it necessarily, but they do. They take it in at night because there's uh-huh. not a. A light on it. Right. And that just struck me. You know, uh-huh. there was something about that that was like, yeah, okay. There
1: are some things more important than fucking.
0: Yes. <laughs> like the American flag, God damn it!
1: <laughs> like, I think you, you skipped over the best part, which was uh, oh. the introduction of the characters that I don't know. Well, let's just call her hard body. Hard body, yeah. Like, in those short... Short shorts with her ass hanging out. Mm. Oof. Wow.
0: Huh. Wow. Okay. You know, Bryce, you need to reel it in a little I bit. I respect women.
1: I very much respect that woman. David, David this is so awkward.
0: <laughs> Why do you respect like, her I don't more know,
1: than most? I don't know what I can say about this without eliciting more one-star reviews, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I'll just, I'll just speak my truth. Okay. I liked it. It made me feel good feelings and I would like to watch it
0: again. It's, it's not okay for you to feel good feelings because you are a white male. You're cis white. Fuck. And you're so wait, I'm just supposed to feel bad all the time. All the time. If you don't
1: we're doing it wrong well i i must be doing pretty good then (laughs) (laughs) my lifelong clinical depression (laughs) is accomplishing that goal
0: (laughs) i'm dead inside (laughs) this is a real call for help (laughs) Uh, That can kill me bro um So, yeah, so the hard body has that creeper just basically attached to her. Yeah. And this and this, you know, this is actually a good segue into this because it would be so fucking annoying to be an, a super attractive woman and just have dudes just being like following you through the woods to watch you skinny <laughs> do, Like following you at any point in the day, just being like, hey, what's going oh. on? <laughs> hey, what are you doing now? Are you taking off your clothes? I was just over here. I was just over here. I love
1: this. Would only happen in movies. A single attractive female going skinny dipping alone. Mm. Like, you know,
0: I gotta say, I'm kind of creeped out by nighttime skinny dipping. I the
1: no nighttime. I mean, that isn't that the only time to skinny dip? No.
0: Yeah, that's like the only
1: time I would skinny dip is uh, oh, at the
0: nighttime. Uh, Ew, David. No.
1: That's got to be like 99% of skinny dipping is I at can, night. You
0: can't see what's down there. You're
1: not, no one wants people to see what's down there. I. I mean the other things. Unless you use Manscaped tools <laughs> like the uh perfect what, what is the what's the product called? The perfect package 3.0. The perfect perfect package 3.0 will get those balls gleaming under under that water. Seriously though. Use Code you, HMT at checkout. Seriously
0: though, buy things at Manscaped yeah. and use HMT because we really need that
1: Like so only in movies would a single alone girl go skinny dipping. Like that Skinny dipping is a social thing, isn't it? Wow, you're just segueing into sexist thing after sexist thing. Is it not? What is there? Would you ever go skinny dipping alone? I, I think that's
0: the only way I would ever go skinny right. dipping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> true. True.
1: But yeah, I mean that that just seems so off to me. It seems like it's a it's a, a
0: taboo. That's the whole point. It's like, some, oh, let's Dude, some girls, I mean, uh it's well, like some plain, people really like to swim, you know? I mean, sure. plenty of people like to sw- just like to swim. But yeah. anyway, this guy's just sitting there in in the bushes just waiting and he's constantly on this girl. Just like <laughs> always making eyes at her, just being like <laughs> and he's so creepy. That would be that would be a burden in your life if yeah. you were so good looking. I mean, we don't have to worry about this. But yeah, and it's <laughs> this is the early
1: '80s, so it's like real casual sexual assault, you know. Oh yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I just told you you're close, and you know. And she handles basically it, threatening to to rape you.
0: She handles it <laughs> you're such with a, a, with an eye roll, just yeah. a laugh and an eye roll. Ah, oh, simpler uh, times. What a rascal! S- simpler times. Uh, I also I also like that,
1: uh, you know, it basically shows her fully nude going into the lake. And when she comes out, her clothes are gone, and then she finally gets like the towel over her her boobs, and then the guy gets caught in a snare and I noticed that the that towel is like taped to her nipples from that point on, like when she's bending over and stuff it's not i mean this is. I'm, I'm showing a little, some of my cards a little too much, but yes, I was looking closely and I noticed it's your job, you're, but I, I just thought it was interesting that movie reviewer that uh they were very concerned about modesty at
0: that point. You know? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think at some point it dips into the NC 17 yeah. territory and uh, the Friday, the 13th franchise at this point did not have a lot in the way of public sympathy. Uh-huh. It did have a lot in the way of butts in seats, right. uh, so they needed to tread lightly because there were plenty of people, I'm sure, who who were rallying against Friday the 13th. Think how cheap this movie was to
1: uh, make. Did Brock like, bottom if prices. You, if you look at any like independent, super, super cheap movie, they're all happening in the woods because yeah. you don't need to get clearance. You don't have to like pay for
0: renting anything. You you can always go to the same tree. Yeah. I mean, we get hit up with a lot of free screeners for independent horror movies all the time. Ninety nine percent of them take place in the woods because
4: David Dad's poor right now
0: because their dads are poor and they can't afford a big blockbuster um, movie budget. Yeah. So moving on. Now they're talking at the bar and uh, and our our leading scream queen in this flick uh, is, is, is talking about how hard it must have been for Jason, mm-hmm. who we somehow now know to be alive, to have seen his mother killed in the last movie. Uh, his mom was just trying to stick up for him. He's been living out in the woods all this time. And then he has to see his poor mother decapitated. Yeah. Um, and so she's really just trying to empathize with Jason. And... Because she's the only one that empathize 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 Empathized. empathizes with Jason, she makes it. That's the girl who makes it. Mm. So yeah. there you go. You just all you have to do is feel sorry for your um, assailant. Yeah, that is the one added thing that they add to this
1: movie is a little bit of backstory for Jason. Yeah, and like the uh, and that cabin in the woods with his mom's head, like yes. the shrine. It just adds a little something to Jason and the and the um, the lore. And pretty soon they just like ignore all that anyways. Yeah, but, it's like, yeah, but, but, this. but for the time being, it makes this movie a little
0: more interesting. I got to say, like I said, I find the purity of the Friday the 13th movies like the. It's freeing. It's liberating. There's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of pretense. It doesn't. You know what? As Bugsy would say, "Not pretentious. Not pretentious at all." Halloween is more pretentious than Friday the Thirteenth. Oh no! Don't oh, say that. Oh, Bugsy's gonna come at you like a
1: Tasmanian. Anytime devil.
0: you, it's, it's uncanny. Anytime you say anything bad about Halloween franchise, these people—and I just mean that in peace and love, kindness. These people come out of the woodwork and they're like, "What?" Nothing. I'm How so sorry.
1: dare you criticize Halloween 3? It came out the year that I was born.
0: Yeah, it's, it's
1: so. <laughs> um I I don't like you singling out people. I, singling out who? I don't. I'm I saying don't. my preference for why I like Halloween 3. Um Okay, so this is we we got to talk about my favorite kill in okay. All Slasherdom is in this movie. It's the scene where the guy in the wheelchair gets killed and it really plays with the tropes. Oh man. And like, (laughs) this, this
0: is, this is maybe the best kill in all of slasher history.
1: Right. Cause it shows the guy in the wheelchair and it's, it shows the, uh, POV shot of the killer, um, approaching the guy in the wheelchair from behind. And so you see the back of his head and, uh, and it's very obviously like a, you know, handheld cam. Yeah. Slowly approaching. But then it does a reverse shot and you see behind yeah. the guy in the wheelchair and there's nothing there. Right. And it does it like three or four times. It's like, what? <laughs> there's no, there's
0: very obviously no one there. It's a, it's a very, Mike Monty Python esque Yes. Dude running at the castle. yeah. Um, Uh, very similar to that.
1: And then it shows like the last, the last approach of the POV shot. And basically the guys, the back of the guy's head is taking up the whole frame. And then all of a sudden, just a machete from the side of the frame, like cuts his head in half, basically.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so shocking because it comes out of, it comes out of, it comes from, comes from a direction that you're not expecting at all. Right. And it shouldn't be like it's
1: not from the POV. Like you, you could not, you could not swing the machete from that vantage point, right? And make make that kill.
0: Yeah, it's as it's as if the cameraman's like got his arm extended fully, and it's just like using his wrist,
2: just yeah. like
1: yeah. <laughs> that would be, have to that would have to be the world's strongest wrist. Well, and that's the thing about Jason; he's overpoweringly strong. But uh. It's just so obvious that, like, the the killer could not be from that point of view. Yeah. And then he gets chopped in the head, and then he wheels down the back of the stairs. So it's yeah. like... He, he it's,
0: falls down, like, 90 <laughs> flights of stairs. It's like the exorcist
1: stairs at this camp for some reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. And I don't know how it's so shocking. I've seen everything. You know, like... I, I feel like there's nothing you can do to surprise me. This gets me every time. I'm like. It's it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's, it's, it's also
1: well done. It's everything. It's like. <laughs> it's great suspense. And it's confusing because you're like, well, they're just. They're ruining it by how they're shooting it. Yeah. But then you still get sucked into it. And then you get surprised.
0: Yeah. And then following that, Marta and her boyfriend are, are doing it in bed. They're kind of like uh, enjoying the afterglow on top of each other. And they get they get impaled completely through uh, by a spear. Yeah. Just but Kachunk <laughs> just spear. What what camp just has a spear laying around? And this is this is the actress named Marta. Uh, her, that's their actual actress. I can't. Oh, her her name is Sandra. Um, But uh, they're all the same people. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, what where is this spear coming? It's like a spear fishing spear, or something like that. Yeah. Like a goddamn harpoon. Yeah. Why would you have a harpoon at a lake? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Why anything?
1: Oh, they just they uh they supply that lake with, you know, tuna.
0: Uh, well, uh interesting thing again about Marta, so as I as I was learning about how she was sixteen years old in this and that that made it difficult on you know for editing and stuff. Uh, I, I, like one of the, one of the side links was like, check out where they are now. And it was like, it was like a, uh, what do you call it? You know, when you've been hauled into the pokey and they, they're taking pictures of you, uh, a head headshot, or a, not headshot, mugshot, uh, mugshot. Yeah. Lots of mugshots of her online. Really? Lots. This woman got into meth, you know, she's like 50 something now. Uh, it's, I mean, not allegedly, allegedly, I don't know. Uh, but it looks to me as if life is tough right now for Marta. Mm-hmm. So bummer, but it's, I mean, it's tough when you're young and beautiful, not to, not to succumb to all the, you know, yeah. I wouldn't know. That's why we were on a podcast now, a very successful <laughs> podcast. Um, so, yeah, uh, Marta and her boyfriend get impaled. Uh, Jason, in this movie, I should say, the reason we have the burlap sponsorship is because Jason doesn't have his mask. No. Right? He's got a burlap bag over his head with one eye. Yeah. One eye cut out. So, it's kind of, it's, it's a different kind of Jason. He hasn't yeah. evolved into his final form. Which is pretty cool. His final form is space.
1: Yeah, <laughs> final <laughs> form is just like a metal, metal hockey mask fused to his head. The shredder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah the the bag is pretty great. Like I, I think I appreciate all the different looks of Jason.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's um, it's a lot a lot more interesting, different um, um, aesthetics than you get with Mike Myers. Michael yeah. Myers. I tell you what, Michael Myers is like like a all... little different each time. Yeah. And like, oh it's wider. And mostly it's face. downhill after the first one. Yeah. I mean I mean, a lot of people say Halloween four has the worst Mike Myers mask. Isn't that weird? Well, that's Bugsy's favorite <sighs> oh, movie, so oh, you're geez. gonna be oh, golly. fucked at this point. Oh, Jiminy Christmas. Oh golly.
4: No offense, David. David, what are you doing, David?
0: Yeah. No offense. Anyway, um, so, yeah, now we get the fucking Volkswagen that won't start. Oh, my God. Volkswagen, where am I going to? Oh, no. And then, um, yeah. And then, you know, she she kicks she kicks Jason away. She's able to overpower Jason. And uh, while she's trying to start the car and uh, and then the chase into the woods ensues. And this is a great chase. Yeah. Um, I love the establishing shot of the little puddle because there's a very
1: distinctive puddle with a rock. And uh, they always show it as like <laughs> they showed it with the cop, and in the cop chase with Jason, and in this chase that they run across this very distinctive puddle to show that they both cross the same point. Oh,
0: okay. Um, I don't know why that why that uh, jumps out to me, but it's. I liked this in both the first one and this one. They didn't utilize the woods as much in the first one, which I found annoying because it's like you have the whole woods right. out there. Like you can, you can get away from the killer by going in the woods. Well, in this one, uh, she runs directly in the woods and man, um, uh, my mind would be, can you imagine? Okay. You have somebody after, after you with a trident. <laughs> I think it was a pitchfork. Yeah, I like to call it a trident, uh-huh. though. It's it's much more impressive. And uh, and you're running from them into the woods at night. What's going through your head? Um, run faster. And it just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper into the woods. And you know, you don't, you're certain you don't know where you are. Right.
1: And... It's dark. I would pull like the Hobbit thing where you just find a tree
0: and you jump down and hide underneath it. It seems solid. It seems like a solid way to go. The more, the more sound you make, the, I mean, he's wearing a burlap bag on his head. He can't be hearing very well anyway. Just stay on his right side. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just stay out of the the view of that left eye. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And anyway, I, I really appreciate the utilization of the woods. And then obviously there somehow. Be, there should, be, should
1: have been like more of a scene of Jason like dealing with the mask of the burlap sack of just like just turn, he, having to really turn his head. Yeah, all like, these different angles to try and then like try to push the, you know, as he's holding a hammer, like push the mask against his face so he can see better. I'm, right. It's is, very much like the scene from Django Unchained with the with the Ku Klux Klan. Like right.
0: I can't see <laughs> I can't see in these things. Whose idea was it? No, this is a great uh this is a a great point. It like maybe a shot of his naked head from behind mm-hmm. and then he puts the bag on it and and you see the hole show, show <laughs> on the back on the back and he's like <laughs> you know and he's gotta like twist it around. Um but anyway, inevitably they, they make it to Jason's hovel out in the woods uh and uh and she you know, this thing's falling apart. It's just basically a bunch of sticks that have been kind of haphazardly uh-huh. thrown together and um and she makes it into the room. And this this is the this is a room where, you know, he has There's a-, a shrine to his mother's head, basically. Right, right. He's got a bunch of candles lit and his mother's desiccated head sitting there in the middle of it. And then she gets an idea. She's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna try it. Like I, I, I'm all out of ideas. I, I've been chased through the woods. I gotta, I gotta. I've tried nothing. I'm an all and I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> right. I gotta, I gotta come up with something. So she's like, I'll play his mom. So she's like, she, she puts on her sweater. Puts on the old gross sweater, and she's like, Jason, good boy, Jason, kneel down, kneel down, suck my dick, and then uh, he does so, and. Her boyfriend uh, lunge[s] at him from from behind, or was it her boyfriend? Yeah, yeah. Her boyfriend lunges at him from behind, tries to get him, wings him, gets murdered, uh, and um, I can't remember how did this whole thing end. <laughs> Professionals. Well, he doesn't.
1: The boyfriend doesn't get killed at the cabin because they are at the at Jason's house because they make it all the way back to the main camp house
0: don't they and that's where yes yes they think they got him they head back to the to the camp they're they're in the they're in their little cabin oh yeah and then they get the yes the, but no but yes but no the, but yes ending
1: the ba- the best fake out of like the music just getting intense and tense and, and something's at the door yeah it's like and then they open the door and it's a little fluffy dog and they're like, oh, fun. and then the music instantly changes to like, dee,
0: dee, dee, dee. Yeah. like
2: then
1: just then. very like, um,
0: the end of steel magnolias or
1: Even something. Will like you please
2: that. give me a hug. Oh.
0: Yes. It's a very hug centric moment there. Yeah. It's just very hu- Hallmarkian. And then she kind of right. backs up against the window and I gotcha. Uh-huh. Gotcha, bitch.
1: That's kind of what Jason does. Yeah, the end of the movies go.
0: Rawr, rawr. Yeah, so I love it. Um, it does the fake outs much better uh, than than most. Yeah. Um, so yeah, final recommendations. Yeah, if you like slashers, this is maybe the most pure form of that genre ever devised. It's as cut and dry as you can get, and it's also what some would call problematic. So it has that going for it as well. What do you? <laughs> what do you think?
1: Yes, it's problematic for me. Oh yeah, because yeah, I could watch one or two scenes of this movie over and over again. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. I mean, if you like slashes and you haven't seen this movie, it's like yeah. What are,
0: what, you, what are you doing? What are you doing with your fucking life? Yeah. Um. Okay. So with that, let's move on to HMT. Whores. Whore. 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 Horse. Whore. 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 Whore.
1: Whore.
0: Whore.
5: Whore.
0: Whore. I love the way that ends. Who was? Who was? Yeah. So you guys give us a call at six eight two two five three four four six eight, and you can leave a voicemail for the show, and we'll play it on the air. Probably, maybe, even if you're drunk and um, you know, or high, or freaking out, or if you should be calling nine one one, we'll play it. You know, this is uh-huh. this is entertainment here. as people. So I'm looking forward
1: to. Did you listen to any of these beforehand? I have not. Have you? Yes, I listened to a couple from
0: Glitter Court. She's, like, one of my favorite people that we talk to. I haven't I haven't actually got explicit permission to play them, but she did leave messages. So I'm going to play them, and then if she says no before this airs, I'll cut them out. Play... Okay. Yeah. S- so, let's start with my good friend, Biggin, who is, our, I think, our first patron... Um, definitely yeah. a, a good friend of mine. He's just- been with us since the beginning. He's probably one of the people that downloaded the little stranger. Yeah. <laughs> episode. Yeah. One of the very first episodes. So, uh, so Biggin's a very large man, as his name would suggest. And, uh, here he is.
2: Hey guys, it's Brad.
3: It's calling because I'm so very excited. We are about to watch my wife and I seven for the first time with, Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. Oh, Tate that one has never seen seven before. I'm very excited about this. I will let you know the results. Okay, Bye. I wonder if he
1: calls
0: back and lets us know the results. That yeah. was that was a couple of days ago. I don't think he updated. A couple of weeks ago. Wow, Brad, really dropped the ball on this one. Well, you should call back and leave and leave us another message. Tell us how seven went. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, I can't even imagine. The has 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 Aaron has your wife seen seven? Yeah, we watched it together when we did the episode. Wow, what did she think? I don't know. It was good. Aaron's it's not a fan dark of, of spooky shit. Yeah, especially not you know true horror movies like that. Mm-hmm. You know, she's real concerned about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Brad, call us back. Let us know how that goes. Here, let's see. Let's uh, see our
3: next message. Hi right, guys, welcome to the Paranormal Podcast. This is your host, Jim Harold. No, fuck you guys, what's up? This is Rojo from the Bronx. I'm calling right into the Trick or Treat uh, Review Podcast. And I'm fucking pissed off because you guys gave it a 6 out of 10. I'm one of the guys that feels like that movie gets me. You know, it's just it's just great. And you can never go wrong with uh, Sexy Werewolves. That's actually what inspired me to go after more Kira suit woman. <laughs> but uh, are you guys fans of horror anthologies or not? Or are you guys more so fans of just straightforward, single character, single story kind of movies? If anything, if you are, what's your favorite horror anthology? I'm not sure if you asked it during the, or if you answered it during the podcast, because I was so angry by the, gr- by the, the grading you gave it that I have to call literally 10 minutes in. But anyway, fuck you guys. You guys are doing great. Podcast is great. And uh, thanks for that, uh, what is it, Patreon card you sent me with a, a baby duck on it calling me a nasty bitch. Now my mom thinks I'm a queer. All right. <laughs> Peace.
0: Dude, I don't know what it is about Rojo. Uh, he
1: he's, seems... He's a wild card. I love the, the phrase... Fuck you, you guys are doing great.
0: <laughs> what is a hero suit? Like, okay, this is a weird thing for me about Rojo, is he's like this supreme perv who's called in, doing all kinds of weird voices and shit, and then he busts out weird words that even I've never heard. I'm a writer, I've never heard the word hero suit. Really? What is it? I mean, it's just Harry, someone that's Harry. <laughs> okay. And then, and he's impressive vocab word. The dude is is so well-spoken, but also kind of (laughs) retarded. Uh, and I mean, that's kind of the brand of this podcast, isn't it? Yeah, no, (laughs)
1: well-spoken
0: retards. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh my God. A A little taste. Um, so Rojo got, uh, it signed up to become a patron and I did what I do with all patrons. I asked them for their address so that I can come to their house and fucking kill them. <laughs> no, uh, no. I send them a thank you card, uh, with some, some HMT stickers that they get for, uh, for signing up mm-hmm. and the killing comes later. And, uh, yeah, that's, it's being planned. And, um, and so I, you know, right now the cards that I have are just little cute, little baby. Animal cards, uh-huh. and so he got a little baby duck, and I called That's him a nasty one of my f- bitch.
1: One of my absolute favorite things to do is to buy the wrong card and then cross it out. Oh, I love it! And then write the thing. Yeah, it's like get like a like condolences card. I like happy birthday.
0: I like to get a bigger number that you can still make fit into the correct number. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <It> <laughs> Happy, you know, thirty ninth birthday. 39th birthday, <laughs> and then turn the nine into a zero. And, uh-huh. you know, like, <laughs> then, yeah, yeah. That's uh, uh, anything to make it look like I, I've done le- less effort <laughs> when in actuality it takes me more effort. How
1: much? How much effort do you take in picking out a uh, card for your wife for holidays?
0: If I remember to,
1: um, ooh not much like you i'm saying you walk into the store yeah, yeah, yeah. you go to the aisle how long does it take to you take you to get a card pretty
0: quick I got to tell you yeah it's like you that one works it's goof like all i have to do is look for a funny one yeah that's all she doesn't want some some occasionally if i'm like feeling poetic and be like roses are red violets are blue I hope you have sex with me tonight, et cetera, too. Cause my balls are also blue are super blue.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It takes me like zero time. Like, especially if it's like Valentine's or, or something that's kind of just more of a made up holiday, yeah. you know? Yeah. If it's not her birthday, Yeah. then it's
0: literally like, all right, I'll just, this one has a poem. Bitches love poems. My insufferable, terrible grandmother who I hated and I'm glad she's dead. Is um was born on Valentine's Day, mm. and she was insufferable about it. Imagine, imagine having ninety plus birthdays and still having the balls to be like, "I was born on Valentine's Day," making a big deal about how because I'm such a loving, kind person. Every year, you got to hear this weird, fucking little speech about like. Valentine's Day is the day of my birth. It's because I'm a romantic, and I'm very kind. Stupid bitch. Uh, so
3: let's hear from our next caller. Hey guys, it's your boy Manny, your Patreon, and I just I just finished our trigger Treat episode. Loved it, and great timing that you guys released it before Halloween. Pretty good, and I also wanted to talk about the fucking stupid ass shitty one reviews you guys got, because y'all don't deserve that. Those people, oof, I don't know what to say. If it was a woman or a guy who wrote them, they need some pussy or dick in their life because, man, those were pretty fucking harsh. Amen. Like, you guys' sense of humor is probably the best thing. It's like the highlight of the show, and I love it. If they can't handle it, it's not for them, so they're fucking weird. But I just wanted to say that those one-star reviews should not get to you guys because you guys are excellent. You guys are fucking amazing. I love you guys. Keep that shit. And horror and porno is the best thing on this planet. I don't want to make this message long, but you guys are doing great. And then fuck those one-star reviews because you don't deserve that shit. Love you guys.
0: I got to tell you, after... I think Manny's another Patreon member. Yeah, he is. Manny's great. And he's also local. He's he's
1: from Vancouver. So stay safe, Manny. Um, (laughs) The... uh, yeah the, the after our last episode where we're super salty about our three one star reviews in a row um as you know kind of expected but still kind of surprised at how how much how vocal people were lots of um lots of women came to our defense on our horror movie group because they like us because yeah. they're following us and but they're like, yeah, I mean we love it i mean it's got blue humor and you know it's not of course horror porno is uncomfortable But that's kind of the point it's also funny you
0: Yeah know? I mean well you know And this is th- that was my argument To you when you were like oh no They're right All these bad reviews they're right And I was like yeah sure they're right About the thing that they're right about but But our audience doesn't Our audience appreciates this stuff Right yeah which is You know I mean which is basically just us Being dicks <laughs> oh, You're such a
4: dick David
0: Yeah
1: so, yeah, I mean, a lot of outpouring of of people saying, you know, that they support us and and uh, our poor taste humor.
0: Yeah i i like uh, I like that. <laughs> I like that we have fans like Manny and Rojo, uh-huh. who, oh man, I just they're they're gonna they're gonna defend us no matter what, uh-huh. except for Rojo, who is probably sure. gonna m- murder us for our. Are uh, six uh-huh. out of since when is that a bad score? It's just kind of it's above yeah. average. Uh, but to be honest with you, ew. Yeah, I don't think we answered
1: this question. If we like anthology movies, oh, yeah. The answer is no. I don't like anthology movies more than just a standalone story.
0: I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, like, Creep Show the original is is great. I I like it plenty. Would I like it more than? A really good single story movie? No, yeah, no. It's it's a it's um a sideshow. It's a it's an yeah, attraction. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's something y- unique and interesting, but not fabulous, right? And I don't think it can be fabulous, right? It's a it's a different. Uh, can be fabulous for what it is, but you can't put it up against a single story movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's see here. Let's uh,
3: next caller. What's up guys? This is Rahul from the Bronx and I'm sorry for calling you so much. I just finished the Trick or Treat uh podcast at the pause it because I was at a lunch at this fucking job here. But now I'm I'm try- I'm calling in reaction to the fucking bitch who sent those dirty, rude, low-life messages criticizing you guys. Man, fuck her. That's it. That's all I got to say. Fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you guys.
0: Uh, fuck her, and also fuck you guys. Man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta meet Rojo. He's uh-huh. he's a real character. You where, know where does he live? I don't know. Huh. Yeah, we'll have to ask him. It might be in, like it sounds like kind of a New Jersey esh mm. accent, maybe somewhere or in the yeah. Maybe East like coast. maybe like, oh uh, maybe like Philadelphia, Boston. Oh, that's probably it. like Southie. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Rojo yeah. from the Bronx, from Boston. Right. What What was that last part? <laughs> oh. Okay. Next caller. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for saying those things, Rojo.
4: Hello there. Um, so I don't necessarily expect this to be on the show or anything like that. I just want to say Too that. Bad. Um, so this is glittercore underscore fifty five from Instagram. And I know I harassed you quite a bit not that long ago, but, um, unfortunately I'm a medical provider and, um, COVID has been increasing in my state. So I've been quite busy and have left you alone. I'm sure you're, um, <laughs> grateful for that. But anyway, um, I'm I had a really causal. rough day and you guys make my day so much better. And I was listening to your recent trick or treat review. And strangely enough, I had literally um, been looking for that movie on a free forum for a long time I hadn't found it, but I did find it in my local library because they're awesome. Watched it before the uh, review came out today, which was interesting timing. Was not too impressed with the movie, but was concerned at the, the review that you guys had that several people with one star reviews and complaints. And as a female, honestly, I'm all woman. I mean, I have big tits, and a tiny vagina, and I love being a woman. And um, my husband's very, probably more feminist than I am. Um, but, you know, I don't know if it's because I've been watching horror movies since I was two or three years of age and feel like I've learned a lot from them and love them to death but I feel like people just don't get it I don't know I feel like people want to complain about anything um, <laughs> I, I am with the position I have uh, I completely agree there are plenty of gender irregularities that are not there Um Being a female provider, often I run into situations where like, for example, my male radiology tech will go in and the patient will, they are the doctor because he's an older male, yet I'm a younger female and I'm the actual provider providing them care for that day and there's an inequality. I do understand that. I get that. I feel it on a day-to-day basis in my career. But with horror movies, geez, I I feel like I learned a lot from them growing up. I feel like, um, first and foremost, I feel like I learned that if I was going to.
0: And that's that's where it cuts off. And then she she leaves another one next. Oh, okay. She, so we go into the next one here. Um, blah, blah, blah. This one I listened to
1: while Aaron was in the room and we laughed out loud.
0: At I him. love that she's a woman with big tits and a tiny vagina. <laughs> self-described. Like, those are her words. I mean,
1: the balls to just be self-described. that I, Even if it's true. It's like, be like, hey, man, I'm just normal everyday guy with a massive fucking donkey dick i'm a six foot tall dark and handsome
0: giant dicked guy (laughs) i bleed so hard every month (laughs) okay here's part two
4: hey this is glittercore underscore 55 from instagram um i just got cut off because i think i was rambling which is very like me anyway um i just wanted to say that uh, i think watching horror movies as a as a young age definitely did help me become not a slut because i remember all the sluts <laughs> in the horror movies got killed
0: don't slut shame
4: um pretty quickly so i definitely did not even have my first kiss till I was about 19 years of age yeah. which i do not regret But anyway, um, also, I wanted to say that um, I think boobies are more prominent in horror films because boobies are beautiful. And as a female who is not a lesbian, um, I mean, I suck a lot of dicks, so I'm definitely not a lesbian, and it's only my husband's dick. But anyway, um, boobies are beautiful, so why not show them in horror movies and any movies? And dicks are fucking ugly. Like, dick and balls? Come on.
2: Who wants to fucking
4: see that shit? Um, I've seen it in some old old horror movies um, from like the 70s and it's like, okay, cool. They they showed it, which is nice because that's like a quality. But at the same time, it's like, ew, gross. Um, (laughs) That's grosser than the fucking blood and (laughs) gut. So that's my take on it and I love horror movies and I love cocks, but I don't like necessarily seeing them in horror movies. Um, I think Boobs are beautiful as a very straight woman. And I think they're okay in horror movies. And again, I think uh, there's lots.
1: Yeah, Glittercore is probably one of my favorite people we've messaged
0: on Instagram okay so she was Just. talking to me the other night and she's like boobs are great and I was like I agree and she's like dicks are awful and I was like I agree and, <laughs> and, then, she's like, and then she have assaulted you ever seen- <laughs> me she assaulted me with like 30 pictures of a of dudes taints and nuts <laughs> she says like, oh, oh, specifically oh. have you ever seen
1: like how horrible someone's ball sack looks from behind I was like
0: no and then bam bam like every picture of that's ever been taken of just, a dude from behind, yeah, just the hangiest balls shows up in our Instagram. Oh God, I hope more people don't do this. But I, I, <laughs> I just didn't even think of that. I just put the phone away. I was like, I am not looking at this anymore. Yeah, she, Ugh. yeah, she's so great. I, I love talking with her on
1: Instagram because she does not shy away from taboo subjects.
0: Well, now you know, I mean. If you got big tits and a tiny vagina, you're uh huh, yeah, you're ready to rock, <laughs> I guess. And I she know. also bragged how her her husband on
1: on Instagram. She bragged how her husband had small um small scrotum, you know. So it's not it wasn't as bad as these hangy balls that she was showing us. Well, I mean, there's
0: nothing manscape can do for me there. I yeah. guess. <laughs> okay, I think this I think this may be the last message here. Here we go.
2: Hey, it's your boy Jason. You know, I had a weird question for you guys because, you know, it's just been on my mind. And, you know, a while back, I had to get my wisdom teeth taken out. And as usual, when you go get your wisdom teeth taken out, they have to take an x-ray of your mouth. Now, here's the, here's the funny part that kind of comes into this. So the nurse mm-hmm. has me sit down in this little chair or whatever that they use to x-ray your mouth. And the thing wasn't adjusted right. So I'm sitting there in the chair, and she is trying to adjust, like, everything. I don't know why it wasn't already adjusted when I first sat down. But anyways, she's trying to adjust everything. Well, here's the thing. She basically has her boobs, like, right into my freaking face. And I'm trying for dear God to, like, look anywhere but in front of me. Because the whole time, she's trying to adjust everything, so she's, like, over me. And I'm just thinking, lady, I, I I ain't looking, I ain't doing anything, but you're kind of in my space, if you get what I'm saying. So, my question to you guys is, what do you do in that situation?
5: Oh, yay, <laughs> David! Yay! Oh, yay, David! Yay!
1: Yeah, I mean, the answer's very simple. I just look at the boobs. Just soak it in. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, that's... That's just like, uh, f- like a bowl full of free candy. You know, you just like you you are blameless. I mean, it's right in front of your face. It's like I literally mean, your entire field of view is is uh is covered with boobs.
0: At you're gonna this look point, at I have to ask, was she asking for it? Like, kind of. <laughs> She dressed so provocatively. <laughs> and she, Look at what she was wearing. Scrubs. And then, and then she puts them way up in my grill. You know, I mean, maybe she would just into you.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's when you just lean forward and go... <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: Bryce. All uh, right. Bryce.
1: Looking forward to those one-star
0: reviews. Oh,
4: you such a dick, David. David, David, David.
0: Yeah, so... Um. Yeah. I don't know. In, in, in all seriousness, if that happened, I mean, she knows what's going on, she and probably she, doesn't mind. Yeah, she doesn't care. And I don't. I, I don't know how to See, answer I, this I, exactly.
1: I, I have the question of like the more subtle things where it's like the hairdresser leaning over you with like her boobs grazing your arm, like that. Just I don't know how to feel about that. You know? You, what? You know, no. You ever get in a situation where, yeah, like you're getting your haircut, or, or someone's like a yeah, like the dentist technician or something, and their boobs just graze your arm. It's like, you ever had that happen? Is that just me um, that notices that? I mean, am I, I
3: <laughs>
0: this is this is interesting to me. I keep in hyper-aware? on hyper aware. I keyed in on this because uh, because it sounded interesting because. I I can't say I've ever noticed oh, really? necessarily noticed that it now there are situations if somebody's like jamming their tits into me I'm like she's jamming her tits into me but a graze or just like a something that would happen in a dentist chair or in at a haircut I wouldn't I wouldn't notice that
1: yeah I mean it's very utilitarian it's not like there's no sex in it in in the intent but there kind of is for Bryce but it's like I, a little I, bit though. I, I don't want to f- feel excited about this. Yeah, you do. But I do.
4: You tried parallel parking in a burka, David.
0: Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get all these out. Um, you know, I mean, what I'm trying to say is women's clothing is um, oh, no. a lot more for show than men's clothing. I mean, I mean, just look right. at the way I dress. I barely man, wear a shirt if, in here.
1: What if we, uh, man, what if there's a trend in the future just there's just a hole in men's pants for their balls to poke through oh God. just let the ball man actually finally, think f- about finally how a
0: future I can buy into
1: yeah just having that would really like um create empathy among the sexes, among the sexes because like women complaining about man spreading like oh, are you, we are we still even thinking about man spreading at this point I don't I don't think so but I'm gonna just call back to it like if you had, if you could see the balls flopped out there, you could be like, oh, that guy has gigantic, hangy balls. Like, he yeah. can't just squish them together. Look at his teeny tiny little dick and his big, big, massive balls. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I feel I don't, sorry for that, man. I don't think, oh, let me be clear. The dick would stay inside. It would be just the scrotum. There'd just be a scrotum hole. My. With the scrotum hanging out, so you'd be walking around in jeans, and then your balls would also be out. Trademark, patent pending. <laughs> It'd be more healthy too. I mean, people would be more virulent.
0: Vi- vir- virulent. I don't need. I don't need any more kids around here. I, I feel like I could impregnate ladies just by them looking at me. If that is that was the yeah. case.
1: Well, anyways, thanks for calling. Leave a voicemail if you're a uh, another. Big boobied tiny vagina woman, let us know
0: by calling 682 253 4468 or 682 253 4HM baby thank you again for listening to the show we love you very much if you liked it make sure to subscribe and uh and you know share it with your friends because that is the only way that we grow if you'd like to support the show head on over to manscaped.com use that hmt code at checkout get 20 percent off and free shipping and in particular go to shutter enter hmt at checkout get 30 day free of shutter that's free streaming of all kinds of horror movies and um and actually pay for it afterwards because that's that'll help us a lot too so that's really the main goal and uh you know if you want to support us head on over to our patreon at patreon.com slash horror movie talk also you can support us by heading to horror movie talk.com and clicking the green button at the top of the site says buy stuff on amazon a little bit of that will go to supporting the show and it's no extra cost to you thanks again to new
1: patrons andrew the roberts and martin s
0: yeah thank you thank you so much for supporting the show and uh, we look forward to seeing you right after this on the podcast that we record after normal episodes called the afterpod so without any further ado Call us at 682 253 4468, and we
2: love you. Bye bye. Bye.
5: Looking for a podcast? Full of burps and gas, perverted cast, skinny and fat? Look no further. Horror movie talk is accidentally funny, begs to donate money, fake sponsors for dummies, and so much more. New episodes every hump day. They'll pickle your dickle for foreplay patreon members have it your way vote for a movie every month for the review Chopper, chopper, don't just stare at it eat it like a taco put your tongue through the phone hoodie picasso look at them hot kids swear not a pedo got me too'd with cosby eating jello Putting pops done gave bryce flatulence train addict addict dave does it Give a shit one through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rough. Bryce Hansen. Look at them hot kids, Chris Henson, masturbate with a crucifix, An exorcist. Face huggers, chest bursters, alien. Linda Blair, P Sigourney Weaver. I know it's true, cause it came from social media. Social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Can't understand Stab you him. to death for rotten apple reviews. <laughs> Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. Spook allergy, doctor of philosophy. Bad gastritis, Nickelostomy. <laughs> Turn patreons into human centipedes David Duby Day Scare him, no, no expert And global fucks Hard Professional sexpert Actor pods, taglines, and porno flicks American psycho, them guys pretty sick. Chopper chopper, don't just stare, rather eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swearin' not a pedo. Got me too'd with Cosby eatin' Jello, pudding pops done gave Bryce. Flatulence. Flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave doesn't give a shit. Three, three, three. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner four, rubs. Four, nothing good happens in the woods. Never. Always get more than you bargain for. got a pickle to dickle. Machines tickle bitties. Count on the phone. Ain't no sharing sure Vancouver, Portland, Oregon and organs. Corona, COVID, curse, Lorona. Green River killer, because reasons. Hallway of poop monster, kids screaming. Ain't your ordinary Dingleberry itinerary. Thirty days shudder and jump scares ain't fucking scary. Time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes. Use their white socks to catch their loads. Just show one titty, pretty. Paganism, you should worship. They Teflon dicks. Pacific Northwest, let them see one breath. Shifty has they spooky. Poor man's digress. digress. Bugsy, HMT, horror movie talk.
4: Hold on, they don't like Halloween. Fuck them. <laughs>